From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663, or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we're talking about overcoming the no that you want to say when you don't want to put forth the effort in your marriage. And there's an anonymous quote that says, explain your feelings instead of acting them out and you will find solutions instead of arguments. I like that. So you got to be able to explain your feelings though and not just use I'm sad, mad, or happy. Or throwing up that almighty no, exactly, which is what we're going to be talking about in today's show. But first, we start each One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And for those of you that are brand new, welcome. We love having new listeners join the One Family each and every week. And for those of you that it's your first time, a hug's an opportunity for you to hear from someone else in the One Family whose marriage has experienced breakthrough. Mm-hmm. And this week, Hug is sponsored by Rothy's, and we're going to be sharing more about how this company is changing women's footwear a little bit later on in the show. But this hug comes from a Facebook message that we received from a Position of the Month Club Summit partner. And this wife says, Tony, we've listened to your show for a long time, but the years of hearing you announce Elisa as your beautiful wife has always made me a little jealous. My husband has always been a man of very few words. I know that he loves me and that he thinks I'm beautiful, but he rarely or used to rarely say it. Thanks to your influence in his Mm. life, he has become so much more verbal, especially in telling me how he feels about me. Right on. We were recording a video the other day, and as he was introducing us, he called me his beautiful wife. My whole world lit up. Thank you for what you do. I love it. I love it. I love it. Hey, you know what? If I can get one husband to express himself and he doesn't have to call his wife beautiful like I call you, but he can if he wants to. If I I can get one husband to do that, my goodness, we are making strides. We're impacting lives and marriages are changed and I love it. I love it. Absolutely. I mean, here I am at, you know, 44 and I will tell you that I Mm. honestly, because of you speaking those words over me for the last, I don't know, eight or nine years on the show, I actually view myself as more beautiful today than I was nine to, you know, like in my twenties. I was going to say, even when we first got married. So husbands, a word from me to you, it doesn't have to be beautiful. You're listening to this. What is it about your spouse that you, you see her inside and out and that word pops into your mind, start using it over your wife, start, start speaking it over your wife at every possible opportunity you have. I've been able And truly blessed to have said that at the beginning of every show for many years now. And I honestly, when we're at events or functions, conferences, or I I know somebody and I'm introducing Elisa, I will say to either a man or another woman, I will say, this is my beautiful wife, Elisa. So that's just a bonus for what we're going to be talking about today. But do it, use it. You will be amazed at what will happen in your wife's attitude, her self-confidence, and what she brings to your marriage. Absolutely. And, you know, as, as we transition into the show, Tony mentioned that we're going to be talking about overcoming the no in today's show. And, and really, as we're talking about this, it, it came about because there were, there was this word that kept 
being bantered about in some of my coaching sessions over the last few weeks. And, and it was this word rejection. Ooh. You know, people feeling rejected around communication, around sex, around spending time together. And what was happening is that it wasn't so much just flat out, I reject you. Mm-hmm. Right? It wasn't this, you know, very you know, in your face, black and white. But what was happening time after time in these marriages was that there was this no that would show up. Hey, do you want to go, you know, do you want to go for a hike? No. Hey, do you want to spend time with me on the couch and just hang out and talk? No. Mm. Right. Do you want to, do you want to go have sex? No. Right. And, and there was this no that kept coming up where there was no real expression of feelings. Kind of like I shared in that quote to start the show, right. You know, be able to express your feelings and you're going to find more solutions than arguments. Right. Instead of just acting them out. But it was, it was just, just almost a harsh, like, I don't, want you or I don't want to spend time with you. Mm. And it was coming out of, you know, so all these people were hurt. And I realized that there's this no that they're receiving that we need to talk about. And I, and I think that honestly shows you what has happened when we were talking about last week, when we were talking about the roommate syndrome mm. and you have 88% of marriages at one point or time or another have been in that place. And so with them, with you being in that place, so often hearing that no, or that, that cunning, or I want to say coarse wording, a, a harsh wording being used that causes that distance to happen. And just as a little side note, both men and women have feelings that need expression right? This isn't just like women are highly emotional or, you know, there's the random man that's, you know, seems more emotional. No, both men and women have emotions that need to be expressed. Mm -hmm. And newsflash for all of you, it looks different when a man is expressing his feelings than when a woman is expressing her feelings. Sure. Right. Like, but I feel like I need to say it because I think sometimes, you know, we women expect you men to express feelings the same way that we do. It's, it doesn't happen. We're, we're male and female. We're wired differently. Even when we did our workshop on the intimacy mindset, how our brains are, are, are developed differently, how they are wired differently. We're not the same. Right. And, and so we have to, we have to accept, like, I feel like we have to put that out there as a baseline. Like I, we have to accept that men yes. and women, we, we hear the no and we process it differently. But with this show, what we're really talking about today is what happens when you're giving that no. And we're not, you know, so often when people talk about overcoming the no, like you'll hear about it in sales meetings and things like that. And it's all about, you know, being on the receiving side and overcoming those with objections, right? Overcoming the objections objections to get to the sale, to get to the sale. And really what we're talking about today, we're turning that whole thing on its head. And we're talking about you, the one that wants to give the no, overcoming that to actually go beyond just saying no. No right? To get to that place where you're explaining yourself and you're actually working into this place about creating connection Mm -hmm. instead of just shutting down the conversation, shutting down the relationship, shutting down that understanding between two people. And you're like, no, I've done it. I've done it. Right. And interestingly enough, so you guys know, and I say it every week, but we love your engagement on Instagram. We do. And so I had posted this question this past week that said, have you ever said no to your spouse because you didn't feel like putting forth the effort? Now, I think I probably should have put a little caveat around this because I'm thinking even as I was like analyzing all of the data, I think a lot of you thought I was only talking about sex Mm. instead of just like, have you ever? Ever, ever. Ever, ever. 
Gotcha. Right. Because 74% of you said, yes, I have, you know, I've been in that place where I haven't put forth the effort. And I or have saying no and, and, and saying no because you didn't want to put forth that effort. Correct. And I have to say, when I saw that number, I was actually a little surprised. I honestly, you guys, I expected this to be a hundred percent. Well, I think anybody who's been married more than a week has said no to their spouse in some way, shape or form within the first week of marriage. I think we said that in the first week of marriage. Well, there was that whole, um, that whole trip to Cabo, the whole, the whole honeymoon thing had a few no's in it. True. Yeah. I mean, those, those, those were some interesting circumstances we were in there in Cabo on our honeymoon. But I would say even prior to that, there were still no's that were said, mm-hmm. you know, within the first few days. Right. Because the reality is, is that you've got two human beings here, right? And we don't always want to do what the other person wants to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't, I mean, maybe you do. And maybe you're like, this is the most random show ever. But by and large, I mean, I have a lot of conversations with married people, whether it's coaching clients, whether it's, you know, we're out at a restaurant and we start talking to somebody, whether like today I'm getting my eyebrows waxed and I start talking to the wax, you know, the esthetician and she's like, what do you do? And I'm like, you know, and so we get into a conversation about marriage and relationships. This is my world, you guys. And so I hear this kind of stuff a lot. And I know that there are a lot of people that say no to their spouses. And I would say, Hey, just as a truthful, being open, honest, and transparent, which we are here on the one extraordinary marriage show, we still say, I still say no to Elisa because there are just times I don't want to put forth the effort. Mm -hmm. And that is the God to honest truth. Is it the best thing to do at times? Absolutely not. And yet I can justify myself and I got to check myself when that, when it does happen. And Elisa points it out in me. Well, the truth is, is that the problem, you know, like, let me be real clear. It's okay to say no. It is. Right. But the problem is when the no becomes your fastest and quickest response and you use it as a tool to disconnect from your spouse. Right. I mean, I can tell you, for those of you that have been around for a few years, um, there was a trip that we scheduled to Cabo. And I had inadvertently, after many hours of looking at different hotels, Tony's laughing because he knows, he knows what's coming (laughs) up next. I just put this in like little cliff notes for him, you know, to look at the show notes. But I had, we looked at these hotels. He had said he wanted to be on the Bay side in Cabo. I'm like, yeah, no problem. No problem. There's all these sister hotels. Okay, good. We're good. And like two or three days before we're supposed to leave, and this is our this is our summer vacation we're going on. It's already been booked through Costco Travel. We are going. We got flights. We got hotel. We Passports, are going. Passports. Yeah. And we happen to jump on. And I go, hey, where where is that hotel again, Elise? And she pulls it up, and it's on the Pacific side of Baja California in Cabo. For those of you who don't know about Cabo San Lucas here and the Pacific side, you can't get in the water on the Pacific side. Ever. In Cabo. You can't. People die over there. The, the waves are crazy. It's nasty. You cannot get in the water. The, the, it's just ridiculous. So I honestly am just, I'm mad. I'm upset. I'm frustrated. And that was a time when honestly. What did you say? I said, no, I'm not going. I don't care. We're not going. The kids were in tears. Elisa was visibly, literally, figuratively, everything upset, mad, because I honestly was just like, no, 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 we're not going. And that's it. And I'm putting my foot down. 
I had a couple of moments to calm down. You had more than a couple of moments, be yes, honest. I, had a, I mean, the kids were in tears. Alisa just looked at me and she said, basically, look, you don't have to go. You can stay here. I'm getting on that plane with the kids and we're going to go have a good time. So you can make a decision if you're going to come enjoy and join us as a family or you're going to sit here and sulk in your nose. I, I love that you use the word sulk. Because interestingly enough, that is actually one of the most common responses that that ends up happening when we say no to our spouses, right? And that trip to Cabo, I mean, that was seriously like I had meltdown kids. It was all just there was so much emotion. And Tony wasn't even willing to entertain He's like, you call Costco and get our, our room changed. You, you know, I'm not like all, and I'm like, you're being ridiculous. Interestingly enough, just as a side note, that was a year that there was a hurricane and you it, was couldn't, a, it was a tropical storm, tropical storm. You couldn't get in on the Pacific or the, uh, the Bay side in the Bay. So yeah. it didn't matter. We couldn't go in the water. Anyhow, we were in the pool. Uh, just a little side note. You threw a tantrum and as you can tell, I did make it down there. <laughs> I did put forth effort. I had to heal or I had to, um, take time with the kids. I had to ask for forgiveness. I had to allow them to heal myself to over, you know, overcome everything that I did. And believe me, after doing that, I will tell you there is for me personally, this, this feeling of guilt and just heaviness of, of my actions and my attitude and what I did. And so there, there, there was some time of having to repair that. And so it, it took some time, even on the trip, it wasn't perfect because then the tropical storm hit and no kidding, we're on the Pacific side and we lost like 10 feet of beach. I mean, if anything, that was sort of the, the fun thing was just watching our, our beach disappear. Well, and you know, I'm glad you're talking about what you were processing Right. Because I will tell you, you know, on our, our side of things, you know, me and the kids and, you know, we could be talking about this trip. We could be talking about, you know, it, situations between Tony and I where, you know, I, we've said no to one another for sex. But you get those feelings when we say no to our spouses with no to minimal explanation. You're going to get a spouse who's disappointed, frustrated, withdrawn, pouting, questioning, angry. You're going to get all of those emotions back at you. And it creates just this, this cycle of rejection and disconnect. And guys, there's enough of that going on in our world today. Our homes, our marriages don't need to be a place where we're adding to that. Instead, they need to be, they need to be places where we're taking that rejection. We're taking that disconnect out, right? We're, we're removing that. And, you know, it's, it's really getting to this place where we have to make we have to make this decision about our mindset, mm -hmm. right? If we're going to overcome the no that we want to say, if we're going to get into this place where, you know, if our spouse says, hey, let's try this new restaurant. Hey, you know what? I heard about this hike. Or I'd like to go have dinner with these, you know, these friends of ours or friends of mine. Instead of that gut reaction of being no, or here's why I can't do this, or here's why I don't think it's going to work. Can we, can we get out of the easy Right? Because our natural response is to make life easier for ourselves. Our natural response is to, you know, if it's going to require a little extra effort, if I'm going to have to, you know, make small talk with somebody, if I'm going to have to maybe try food I don't like, if I'm going to have to maybe try a position I'm not sure I can get into or out of, then let me just say no. 
And here's the thing I, I would say when it comes to this, we're very reactive. We, we always want to react. And, and there are times, even for Elise and I, something comes up and we react. And I notice the times when we react are the times when we're not doing our coffee breaks. Mm-hmm. Because everything is sort of hitting us from all sides and we haven't really planned out our week or we don't know what's going on. And so something comes at us and we're just reacting. The, the emotional intimacy pretty much in our marriage has dried up or it's dwindled or it's, it's just taken a backseat to, to everything else that's happening in our busy lives. And so when we do do our coffee breaks, that's when we're able to discuss. And I notice in even our own marriages, in our own marriage, that it it lessens that blow because we're like, well, you know what? We know we have a dinner this night or we know this is going on on this day. So if I go out and say, especially here this past winter, we've just had a rainy winter here in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And so it, it was easy for us just not to even go to the beach and do our walk and talks because it was wet. But when we've done our coffee breaks and it's like it's dry on a Saturday morning, we're like looking around or, or we know it's going to be dry, say Thursday or Friday, I can ask Elisa and it's not a quick like, no, the weather this or that. Or it's like, you know what? We know what we got going on on Saturday afternoon. We have some time in the morning. Let's make it happen. If you haven't started your coffee breaks, do it. And you can you can grab. It's a simple guide. It can take you as little as half an hour each week and you can get it at one extraordinarymarriage.com slash coffee break. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, as we start to to talk about, you know, what are those action steps that you can take to overcome the no? One of the things that I want to share with both those of you that are giving that no and, and those of you that have been on the receiving end of it is that one of the questions that we had asked you all on Instagram was, what do you really wish that you could say to your spouse. Mm. And I think it's important for both sides to hear this because part of this overcoming the no is not just like I told a wife today, she's like, well, I just need to be brave and do this. And I said, it's not about being brave. It's about telling yourself that you have the courage to step forward and say what's really on your heart to create that place of connectedness. Because so many of you, you know, when, it, when you want to, when you toss that no out, you're really in a place where you want to say, I don't feel connected to you or I'm feeling insecure about my body. Some of you just, instead of saying no, you'd really prefer to say, I need more romance, but the no is easier to say. Some of you are still dealing with past hurts and infidelity, and you just wish that your spouse understood, but because you don't feel that he or she does, you just say no. Mm-hmm. Some of you want to say there's more to physical intimacy than sex, but because it only seems to be about sex, you say no. Some of you are so exhausted right now and and you're wondering how many different ways you can tell your spouse, I'm tired and have that actually be understood as an answer. But because it's not accepted or understood, you're saying no. For some of you, it's my headspace isn't right or the timing's not right. And these are all the things that you're thinking, but what has come out is the no. And so we need to actually dig into how you can, how you can overcome the no but first, we want to thank this week's sponsor, Rothy's. And as we said, this company is changing the face of women's footwear. I don't know if you've heard about them, but they are making stylish shoes for women and girls out of recycled plastic water bottles. And I have to tell you, they are ridiculously comfortable. I got mine in my black honeycomb and I wore them the first day and I literally wore brand new pair of shoes all day, first day. Mm-hmm. I've taken these shoes to weddings, you know, when I want to like slip out of my heels and get into something comfortable, but I still want to look cute. I love the black honeycomb because they go with 
everything. And don't you have like some snakeskin ones? Or I do some... have the gray snake too. The gray snake. Okay. Yeah. That's those are my called. loafers. So the, the black honeycomb I have in point and the gray snake I have in loafers. And they actually have four different, um, four different, they call them silhouettes. So four different styles. And they've got so many different colors and patterns. And one of the things I love about Rothy's is that they're constantly coming out with new styles. So you're guaranteed to find a pair or two or three that you love. And another fun thing is that they're machine washable. So whenever you need a refresh, you just toss them in and, you know, it's like you get a fresh new pair of shoes. So right now, Rothy's has an amazing deal for our listeners. You're going to use code one to get free shipping with no minimum. So that's free shipping and free returns and exchanges on your Rothy's shoes. But here's the deal. You're not going to want to return them. So go to rothys.com and that's R-O-T-H-Y-S.com and enter one to get your new favorite flats and free shipping. I'm telling you guys, once you try these shoes that are comfortable, stylish, and sustainable, you're never going to want to wear anything else. Head to rothys.com and claim this offer with code one. So what do you do? What do you do when you're stuck in this place of the no seems easier what do you, how do you get past this? I know, cause I know a lot of you are going, oh my gosh, I've been saying the no. I've been, how do I break out of this cycle? And I want to even say this too. If you're, if you're a mom or dad with, with littles around the house, this word comes out so often because you're saying it to your kids. Mm-hmm. And I remember this phase in our lives. It was no this to the kid, no this to that kid. No, 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 no. And before you know it, you're just in this rhythm. And it is just like, oh my goodness, I I need to check myself because when I'm saying no to my kids too, that that's a parent-child relationship. Mm. I need to check myself on how I am addressing Elisa, which is, is my is the husband-wife relationship. Right. And what I love about all of you is that when I ask you what would you rather hear, which I did on Instagram, the suggestions that you gave are amazing. And I want you to take these to heart because when you start to hear this, then it becomes a different way for you to, to get past that note. Like you okay. may not be at the point where you can say truly what you want to say, but here are alternatives mm-hmm. to get there. Some of you, your spouses, they want you to make a suggestion for another time, whether it's a conversation, whether it's a date, whether it's sex, make it, make a suggestion for another time. But here's the catch. They also want you to honor what you say. Mm-hmm. So if you say, you know what, I, I, we can do date night. I can't do it tonight because of stuff. Let's do it on Thursday at seven. Then you better be ready at Thursday at seven. Cause that's how we build trust in our marriage. We, we, if we say something, we also have to honor it and make sure we see it through because that's how we continuously build trust to the point where you don't even have to have to deal with it. And sometimes you got to start small. If it means you're going to do a coffee break, you better believe it better be on your calendar and you're holding to it. If you're saying you're going to have sex because tonight, maybe you're just not feeling well, or you're just run down either husband or wife, whatever it may be. And you're saying, we're going to do it tomorrow morning. You better believe you better stick to that because if you don't, there are hurt feelings and and, and then there's a rejection again. And can I trust you the next time? Mm-hmm. Can I trust you the next time? And and believe me, we we all work through these pieces and and how it hits us and 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 how do we explain ourselves? But early on, I remember Elise and I, we had to say we're going to do it, and we we had to keep our word. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, another suggestion that came from the one family was, especially if it came to touch or physical intimacy, was to offer a different type of touch. 
Right. And sure. I literally just had this conversation with a wife, you know, a couple of days ago where, you know, kissing right now because of some of the challenges that they've had in their marriage, she's not comfortable with kissing. So we started talking about touch and she's like, I would be good with a hug. And so now we're at a place where for her, the language can be, I'm not, I'm not ready to kiss right now. Instead of just, you know, basically like throwing up the Heisman arm, right. And being, you know, stiff arm and her husband and being like nothing. She can say, I'm not ready to kiss. I'd love a hug. Let's create the intimacy that way. Right. So she's offering that different type of hug, a different type of touch. Get specific with your reasons, folks. Your spouses don't just want to know with no explanation. Mm -hmm. They'd love to actually know what's behind that. No. You gave us a whole long list. I shared it a little bit earlier in the show. Tell them. You'd be surprised how much an explanation can actually, like I said from the beginning of the show, can actually create solutions instead of arguments. Mm -hmm. If you're really tired, how can we take a little bit of load off your work? If the kids are like screaming around like crazy because they're, you know, just having tantrums because they're in that phase of life, then how can we get a break from the kids? Right? Like, let's get into this place of looking for solutions. Here's the thing too. You, you have to say more than you're angry, sad, and upset. And I just did a quick Google search. Maybe some of you heard me typing away over here. And I just typed in feelings chart. And if you go to images, you'll see charts for different ways you're feeling. Copy one out. Mm -hmm. Use it. We were just, I was just in a class um, with a bunch of business folks and we were talking about emotional intelligence and we even went through this because as business owners and entrepreneurs or employees or employers, we need to be able to express ourselves more than just the, I'm upset, I'm upset with you. It, it may mean you need to say something more like, I'm really confused at your actions. Mm -hmm. Because confused is a lot different than I'm upset with what you've done. Because it, it really is. And, and again, being able to have that handy, it, it's crazy because we got a handout mm -hmm. during this class and I have it and I'm looking at it and I remember having to have a conversation with somebody and I'm on the phone and the chart was there and I looked at it and I go, what is the feeling I'm truly feeling right now? Mm -hmm. And was able to express myself wow. and the person heard it and was able to acknowledge that more so than me just going, I'm upset with the way you acted. Guys, when you're, when you're pushing through the no, when you're making the choice to explain yourself, here's what that's doing for your spouse. And this is so important. It's showing them that they're important to you. It's showing them that they're in a place where they can feel the love. They can understand it, right? Because you're not just saying, you know what, here's a wall and I'm putting it up and this is what it is. I'm going to reject you. Y your spouses want to know what's going on. Because the no does not make them feel good. I went through the whole list of emotions and, and there were many, many more. Those were just the top vote getters, right? We need to be in this place of creating the extraordinary. And let me tell you guys something. Marriages will become extraordinary when instead of rejection, we choose connection, right? It doesn't mean that you say yes because it's easier, but rather that you're jumping into this place of getting into explanation because you want to create understanding, we need to, I told one wife, I'm like, sometimes it feels like husbands and wives are standing on opposite sides of the Grand Canyon, right? And a no literally brings that chasm to light and it just like lights it up like the 4th of July. Like the distance is so big. 
You want to, you want to create the extraordinary, start sharing who you are and what you're feeling with your spouse. Instead of just doing that quick, no, with no explanation, you've got to be in this place of saying, I know I can, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to step into this place where I'm going to, I'm going to share who I am. And I'm doing this because we desire the extraordinary in our marriage. I'm doing this because the same old, same old of saying no with no explanation or saying no and just dismissing it or saying no and just using, you know, I'm angry or I'm upset with no explanation isn't working. It's not working. It's costing you so much in terms of connection, in terms of the extraordinary in your marriage. Step out. Take Mm -hmm. one step into that Grand Canyon, guys. One step towards your spouse and be in this place be in this place where you say, you know what? I can overcome the no. Mm, yeah. It's so good. And Hey guys, this isn't something that you just get once and you're just moving on. We're still constantly working at it. We're still growing. We're still expanding. And Hey, like we shared during this episode, we have still hit those, those points where it's just like, Oh my goodness, we need to check ourselves. So make sure you, you understand where, what the true feelings are. Here's the big thing, create space to discuss those feelings. Not when you're angry and upset right in the moment, you may need to chill out, take some time. We've discussed this before. And more importantly, develop an action plan. How can you get around it? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna set up that's gonna allow you guys to grow? And so that the no doesn't come up and for you yourself to be able to go, you know what? That word doesn't need to be part of my vocabulary anymore. We love you guys, we're excited to hear what begins to happen? Remember, this year is all about being in the moment. And that means sometimes we got to check ourselves and what we're saying to ourselves and to our spouse so that we can get the most out of every moment we have with them. We love you guys. We're excited for what's ahead and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys. Love you guys.